last podcast, I asked the question, what would you do if you could have a life that was always full of surprises? Could you live that way? Would you like to live that way? Let's follow our submissive as he finds out. Hello, this is Viola Strepsada Volteri, and you're listening to Obedient Love. The next day, he walked around with a fuzzy brain. Everything around him seemed unreal, like the feeling when you go through day-to-day life wearing headphones and listening to atmospheric music the sound of it sending your perceptions into slow motion. A peculiar quality, a knowing that the opportunity to step into a parallel universe was upon him. And no one else knew. They didn't even know this world existed. He had not known until yesterday. He did his work mindlessly. At 4.30 p.m., he picked up a burrito from the Mexican place on his way home. He ran simulations in his head, the woman in the videos placing her hand on his shoulder, pushing him to his knees. She took his face in her hands, looked him dead in the eye. This is the last time you will look at the face of any woman who commands you. Lower your eyes. He lay down on his back on the bed after eating. Images of the boots he saw her wearing in a photograph filled his consciousness. He had an erection but didn't touch it. The numbers and the five words on the website repeated in his mind. He finally drifted into a much-needed sleep. At 6 p.m., he was awakened by the notification on his phone. He was deep asleep, but his unconscious had remained alert. There it was, the email. He was so nervous that the burrito that began digesting an hour before threatened to come back up. He swallowed and read, Begin thinking of yourself as a slave and complete the application within six hours, or you will be disqualified and never be asked to submit yourself again. There was a link. This is silly. It occurred to him for one moment, all this mystery and intrigue. There's going to be some catch. They're going to want all my money or something and then leave me hanging. But his heart told him differently. He thought of those boots, could imagine the taste of the freshly polished leather, on his lips and tongue, began to imagine licking the dirt from the soles. His cock sprang up again, urging him to continue. Don't let this slip away. The application opened, a simple document with numbered questions. He immediately felt proud of himself when he saw the first questions. They asked for the five words of affirmation. He remembered them by heart. They asked for the numeric code. He knew that too. He was miles ahead of anyone who would not have done their research. The next questions were about his reaction to certain scenarios. You approach a woman. She's meditating. You've been told to speak to her to get your instructions. How do you approach? A woman asks you to perform an action that goes against your clearly stated limits. How do you handle it? They also asked for an exhaustive list of limits in regard to what he would not do under any circumstances. That took some thought. Some of the questions were similar to a psych evaluation, and others like an IQ test. After about an hour of answering, he stretched and scrolled down. This thing was long. Why was he allowing them to dig so deep? How would they use all of this? It was so personal. 
He had a sudden feeling of vulnerability and questioned what the hell he was doing. This was a lot of work, and he was basically letting total strangers know intimate details about his inner thoughts and emotions. It felt a bit like selling his soul, but he didn't even know what the prize at the end would be. But again, he felt an irresistible urge to press on. It's like he just couldn't help himself. He had to find out what comes next. The next question was strange. It was a set of coordinates. These folks loved coordinates. And the question, what message did you find here? He looked up the coordinates on the map. It was a location near him. It was beginning to get dark. He figured he'd better set out. He drove a couple of miles and found the map taking him into a very rich neighborhood. He wondered if they had security and if he would be stopped if he was seen poking around. The exact location was in a cul-de-sac, a house set off from the street and shrouded by trees. There was a for sale sign by the driveway. The place was dark. Looked like no one was there. Now what? He wondered. Just get out and look for a message? He got a text on his phone. It was the number from the website. He was startled, but of course they would have his number. Look in the mailbox, then find the dungeon, was all it said. He pulled into the long driveway. The house definitely looked empty. It was kept up well, like all of the houses around it, but everything was very still. He had to admit he was scared shitless now. He had a strong urge to turn back and forget all of it. Mailbox, mailbox, he muttered to himself. He saw it, a regular post-style box jutting out into the street. He got out of his car and walked over and opened it. Inside was a business card, which read only, The Company. On the back was written a four-digit code. Well, this was the place. His throat was dry. He wished he'd brought a bottle of water. He had run out so excitedly that he didn't even bring his wallet or ID. The sun was setting, and the dust gave everything a flat, even light. Before long, he'd be poking around in the dark, so he approached the door and saw a lockbox, the kind that realtors leave for potential buyers to look at a house. He fumbled with the mechanism. Sure enough, there were four digits. He turned the little tumblers to match what was written, and it clicked open, revealing a key. Shit, he whispered to no one. He thought for a minute. At least if he was caught, he could just pretend to be a home buyer looking around. Okay, here we go. He unlocked the front door and stepped in. Hello? He called into the emptiness, half expecting someone to greet him. Nothing. The text said, find the dungeon. Where would one look for a dungeon? A basement? If he were in a horror movie, the audience would be shouting at their screens right now to get out. He could be murdered, kidnapped and tortured by this group of women, though admittedly that second scenario would be kind of hot. His cock pressed into the fly of his pants. He looked around. It was a large house. The only thing left by way of furniture was a winged armchair in the main living space and some art on the walls. There was a watercolor of a woman stepping on the head of a man who covered his face with his hands. A little oil painting of two children in silhouette. One was a boy holding a bouquet of flowers behind his back and the other was a little girl facing him with a baseball bat covered in spikes behind her back. Each had a surprise for the other. The kitchen was huge and open and newly updated, and a curved staircase snaked up from the foyer. He could find no door that looked like it might go to a basement. He stood for a moment. Nowhere to go but up. He was starting to feel comfortable. It was obvious that he was alone. 
and he started to imagine who must have lived in this space. Someone with style. It was immaculate, probably cleaned and maintained by those women's slaves. He imagined himself dusting the hardwood staircase as he ascended. He thought of himself naked in a collar, getting every speck of dust so as not to feel the wrath of his strict mistress. His dick dripped in his pants and he thought, oh, I'd have to clean that up too. Bet she'd make me lick it up. He shook his head at himself. Why did he have these fantasies, and why was he in a strange house getting turned on by nothing more than a staircase? He found himself in a hallway that split left and right, several doors lined each wing. Find the dungeon, he muttered to no one. Most of the doors opened to large bedrooms. He opened each and looked around but saw nothing. The last one at the end of the hall on his right was a master suite. There was still a small end table inside. There was a huge bathroom with a fireplace separating the bathroom from the bedroom, open on both sides. He wandered in. The toilet had its own little room with a glass door, as did the shower. There was another door which opened into a long walk-through closet and ended in a windowless dressing room. And there it was. A star-like bondage frame was leaning against one wall. Chains were hanging from strong hooks in the vaulted ceiling. There was a set of drawers on the opposite side of the small space. Bingo, he said triumphant. He looked at his phone for the time. He panicked a little at the thought of missing the deadline and got to searching, allowing his fingers to toy with the steel chains as he made his way to the dresser. He opened each drawer. A few items remained. Some nipple clamps, small toys made of strips of hard leather that looked like they might be made for slapping delicate body parts. And in the second drawer a small leather notebook. Inside the cover was a card. It was typed, remove all of your clothes and place them neatly on the floor. Then read. He hesitated. Were these instructions for him? The notification on his phone answered his puzzled expression. It was an image of him standing there, staring at the card and holding the journal. His heart skipped. He was being watched. He looked around but saw no hint of a camera anywhere. He tried to figure out the angle of the image and search the walls and ceiling. It had to be tiny. Another text. Now. He caught his breath. He sat the card in the journal on the dresser and quickly undressed. He put his shoes in the corner and folded his clothes on top of them with his phone. He picked up the journal. The first page read, Kneel, and get used to kneeling. He knelt down, turned the page, and read on. It was a note from one of the slaves who had once been in his position. All you need to know is that if they choose you, your life will change forever. You will find yourself doing things that you never would have expected yourself to do. The next page read, I know you want to play with the toys. Don't. These are a tease. Don't mess with anything without permission. That's an important rule to remember. You will be teased mercilessly until, when you least expect it, you will find yourself immersed in something. You'll wonder how you got there, and if you can handle it. They are like magic, and know how to drag you through so many new emotions that you begin to understand yourself as a new person, with no relation to the person you were before. Next page. Don't continue if you are not up for some challenges. This is not a path for the timid. You are essentially signing away your soul. But performing these challenges will reap a lot of rewards and help change the world. 
The message ended with the five words and the sign-off. To her, for her, through her. He reread it a couple of more times. Signing away your soul, huh? That sounds rather melodramatic. <laughs> he thought. He heard his own quiet, unconscious chuckle, and it spooked him. He thought he might want to memorize as much as possible and transcribe it on the application. Or should he just bring the book home? Would he be punished for taking what's not his? No. Leave the book, remember the message, or yes! He crawled over to his pile of clothes and grabbed his phone. He snapped a pic of each page and then put the card back in the front of the journal and placed it in the drawer as close to the way he found it as he could. Now it was dark in the rooms beyond the closet and the only light was a dim hanging lamp dangling from the center of the ceiling. He knelt there, expecting another message. After a moment, he realized none would come, and he was running out of time. He got up and got dressed and headed back through the dark house, down the stairs, and out the door. He locked it and replaced the key in the lockbox. As he drove home, he could feel that his pulse was quick and his breath was shallow. Again, everything seemed unreal. The headlights shining into his windshield seemed brighter, like they were shining a spotlight on him. At home, he quickly went to transcribe the message into the application and continue on. More and more essay questions. He grew so tired, but he did his best to be coherent. The last question on the application was, how did the trip to the first location make you feel? He laughed out loud. He realized that he hadn't felt this alive in many years. His mind and his body were buzzing like he'd taken some kind of drug. He looked at the pic of himself they sent via text. What the fuck am I doing? He laughed again. He finished up the last few sentences. The application said to rest after sending, and that he was finally allowed one release. He hit the button at the bottom of the document. It said, submit. 11.11 p.m., done with almost an hour to spare. He dropped onto the bed smiling. He began stroking himself, and almost involuntarily, the five words started repeating in his mind. As he finished the third recitation, he had one of the biggest orgasms of his adult life. He passed out immediately and would not wake until the next day, when he hoped he would find out his fate.